The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your Friends in Recovery. Hey everybody, welcome to our Friends in Recovery podcast.com. And we're podcasting live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the lovely town of Salem, New Hampshire, with our producer extraordinaire, Ed Sullivan. And I really like the way Mike just adds .com at the end <laughs> I of know, everything. I know. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. It's autom- automatic. They go right to our website. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> it's like getting with a satellite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> I am the pod father, so basically what I, says, what I what say you, goes. That's right. Exactly. That's right. I have no control over this show. It's all him. And you are Jersey Ed. <laughs> I am Jersey Ed. And you I, have something for us. How what you doing, you Mike? There? I got some business for paperwork. you. Uh, I always got paperwork, Mike. God. I'm, and I'm the paperless work kind of guy. <laughs> so, of course, um, we always like to thank Genesis House for setting this up for us. How you know, without not? them, we can't. You know, can't Absolutely. do this. So, um, and if you enjoy the friends and um, friends and recovery podcast, um, if you enjoy the friends in recovery <laughs> podcast, <laughs> uh, join us for our friends in recovery community of support events. Um, we well, we hold monthly gatherings in Florida and New Jersey. Massachusetts is coming soon. Yep. Um, we have to just discuss that with Bob. Yeah, Bob Cox. Yep, yep. And um, check out our Facebook page for updates for all that. So it basically, it's our alumni plus friends. So we call it Friends in Recovery Community Support. Um, we also have um, a special coming a coming up event. Um, an event coming up. <laughs> God, I can't talk today. Uh, the Friends in Recovery will be uh, pers- participating in the Atlantic City Marathon in October 19th and 20th. And as we spoke on last week's show, you did commit. Did you change your mind since no, last I'll week? I'll be there. All right, good, good. I'll be there. Um, but he's not running, like he said. <laughs> um, and uh, there's going to be a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and marathon. And I committed to the half a marathon. So it'll be. Very interesting. It's going to be fun. We're going to have fun down there. We're going to have a bunch of support. We're going to, you know, maybe hang out and maybe do some Atlantic City stuff. Yeah. We'll figure out what, you know, so whoever wants to come down, get a hold of, um, you know, one of us on the show here. Um, Also important is to follow our Facebook page, Friends in Recovery um, podcast. And um, and, uh, (laughs) dot com and updates. uh, subscribe on YouTube and any podcast catcher you can get it get us on. And also, we're Facebook Live now, and that goes via satellite, doesn't it, Ed? It always does <laughs> via satellite.com. That's right, <laughs> via satellite.com. So uh, make sure you subscribe and get on that goddamn satellite. All right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're always looking for. Um, for new uh, stories, new new featured, uh, you know, professionals, um, anybody who wants to get on our show, if you're in recovery, you have something to do with recovery, um, you know, please reach out to us. Um, 
get uh, reach out to Melissa on our Facebook page. Also, Ed, you put the email addresses in every show that we can. Oh, uh, I do. Yeah, so you can to email. subscribe to the email list or probably any info. That there you, can you get. go. That's it. Absolutely. So you can get any of that info, or Ed will give out a cell phone number and you can call him. That's, yeah. that's, that's Mike that does that. <laughs> oh, that's Mike. That's right. You're the satellite guy. So. Um, and then, of course, uh, our website uh, is friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. That's correct. Um, and you can email us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. Back to you in the newsroom, Mike. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm tired. All that on one page? It's half the show. <laughs> we have a special guest today, and she's in Sweden. What time? I wonder what time it is over there in we Sweden. We can ask her when she comes on. All right. And uh, her name is uh, Janique Svedberg. I believe I'm pronouncing it properly. And Janique was born in Sweden. She moved to New York City at the age of 16 to follow her rock star love interest. Oh, we're going to have fun with that dying one. Dying to find out who's probably <laughs> Mick Jagger, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And she soon became a singer and dancer for Kid, for Kid Creo and the Coconuts. And uh, I haven't seen them, but I, I'm sure that's some pretty good music. Probably Calypso. <laughs> we'll find and, out. Yeah, and, um, I don't know. She doesn't look like a t- Calypso girl, though. No, she's a beautiful woman, that's for sure. She's a motivational speaker. Janique is a motivational speaker. And she's also the author of of a book called Blood, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, and it's available for purchase in Swedish language version via her website. And her website is, if you want me to give it out, www.janique, J-A-N-I-Q-U-E, and Svedberg, S-V-E-D-B-E-R-G.com. And we'll give that again before the show's over. And she's a founder of Road to Recovery Training Program, founder of Sobriety Academy, a school that educates certified interventionists and certified recovery coaches and sober companions, partner in sober services. Janique is certified by Oasis, Oasis, right, and New York State. New York State Office of Alcoholism and Substance Abuse Services in order to educate and certify people who in Europe want to become a recovery coach and sober companion in Europe. And after all that, it's my pleasure to introduce Janique Svedberg. <laughs> I hope we're saying your name right. You are, we, are we close? All right. Wow, that took a lot out of us. You wouldn't have to run the show from here. Let's just go home and sleep. So what, what time is it in Sweden right now? What time? Are- it is uh, 9.30 p.m. 9.30 p.m. Wow. I'd be sleeping. I just came from my AA meeting. Oh, you did. Ah, so yes. you're you're a friend of Bill's. Friend of Bill W. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. You're a busy lady. We have three more pages of things you do. <laughs> yeah. And- yeah. I, I do a lot. <laughs> you do. Well, listen. Forget about everything else on here. Who's the rock star in yeah. love interest? I mean, uh, come on. I mean, let's be bon serious. Jovi, uh, who was yeah. it? <laughs> Make one up at least for the viewers, all right? I tell you a really great story. Uh-huh. So I'm 16, 60 years old. I have a you know a wow. family where mom and dad, they're absolutely crazy. They're totally <laughs> like hippies and both of them were therapists, but they were like dancing feelings and and have you know paintings as feelings, and it was just really an odd kind of way of of growing up. I we didn't speak, we danced. So I became a dancer, of course, and I moved away from home when I was fifteen years old, and I met this 
amazing good-looking guy, right? <laughs> I'm in a, in a disco, which, uh, you know, now you know kind of how old I am. <laughs> so I'm in a disco, and the guy is standing right across from me, and he points at me like that, and he goes, like that. And I swear to God, in slow motion, everything just like, you know, and I was like, oh my God. And I thought this guy was from Stockholm, right? Which is the capital here in Sweden. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, so think it like that. All right. So this is the picture, right? He's, he's dark skinned, which we didn't have in Sweden back then. <laughs> We had one guy. <laughs> and he was he was token. all taken up. He was token. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was busy. Yeah, yeah. So, so this guy had dark skin. He had blonde mohawk, really long blonde mohawk. <laughs> he was in the 80s. He had a you know a jacket on with shoulder pads out to oh, here. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was so cool, right? <laughs> and so I get over there and I'm just, I'm in love. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, this is the guy for me. Turning me on, just listen. <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm going to, you know, Stockholm because I, it, it must be. But he wasn't. He was from New York and he was touring with this like tiny band called like Bruce Spring something. Oh, geez. I had no freaking clue. Like, I love Donny Osmond. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have a mohawk, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So I'm like, so he asks me, he's like, hey, honey, do you want to go on tour with me? And I was like, yes! <laughs> and having, you know, having a hippie family, they were just like, yeah, go. <laughs> go dance. Throw, throw caution to the wind. Yeah. yeah. You're so 16, go. I had no clue. Oh, my God. Like, you met yeah. Bruce. And I look out, and it's like 60,000 people. I was like, oh, I think this guy is really big. <laughs> <laughs> So it wasn't Bruce, though. <laughs> it was uh, in 1984, 85 or so. Bruce Springsteen did like his own like thing, not with the E Street Band. Oh, the, yeah. So this guy, which I will not tell the name. That's okay. <laughs> you can Google him if you like. Yeah. Doing the bass and the guitar and stuff like that on that particular. Um, Tour. Well, that was Born to Run error, wasn't it? Or, or yes, 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 yes. It was Born to Run because that's when when I grew up in that era, and I that's when I first started liking Springsteen. So well, Born, yeah. right, born right. to Run was seventies. I, no I was like, was, oh no, not Born to Run. Born, no, born in the USA. USA. Born in the USA. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yes, what's wrong with us? <laughs> We're all old, but you're the best looking one out of us all. <laughs> well, you, you are. You are. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, That's God. a great story. That's awesome. Wow, wow. So I'm, I'm guessing you didn't go to church and you didn't, uh, you didn't kneel and pray every day when you're on the road with Springsteen. I'm guessing <laughs> that's where some of your uh, AA no. came from. <laughs> No, actually not. <laughs> I was only with a bad group, or I wasn't even with them, really. I was just like, you know, um, for one week. Oh, wow. And then, and then this guy, he came, he came back home to Sweden. He's like, hey, honey, you know, I'm done with the 
with the road, you know, can I move in? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I had, a, I was a ballerina. So I had oh, a goodness. contract with the theater there. Wow. So I danced out my contract and then I moved to New York and I became a coconut. <laughs> and I like, I wanted to be a cat on Broadway. Right. Cats was big then. Yeah. I, right. And, yeah, sure. you know, uh, Abba, the, they made music. And so, I wanted to be a cat. I was a great dancer, right? So I did an audition for another band just to like, you know, feel how it is to do an audition. Uh -huh. And I got the job. Wow. So I became a coconut instead of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so who is, I, I know I heard them before. I, oh, I know they're, huge. yeah, yeah, they're big in, they were big in the 80s, I believe. Yeah. yeah, late 80s and early 90s. Yeah. We were youth. Yeah. We would listen to some music and you'd be like, oh my God, you know, like, yeah, we were youth. Well, so, so, um, so I'm guessing now the addiction is probably going to start taking over at that point when you, when well, you get yeah, involved with something yeah. like that then. Yeah, sort of. It kind of started, it tickled the bone. Okay. That's what yeah. <laughs> well, give us, give us some insight on that and maybe how, how you, um, kind of got got to where you needed treatment or or you needed help right. and you knew there was something going yeah. on um yeah. or we could just talk about bruce springsteen and king <laughs> creole and the coconuts all day and that, that's okay with me <laughs> i prefer not <laughs> no i had a pretty cool life that is so cool i learned my mom told me never to say no don't ever say no. Always say yes, because if you don't like it, you can say no later, right? <laughs> so, while I was uh, touring with Kid Krill and the Coconuts, this guy, I opened also a, a restaurant, but that's just a sidekick kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of thing. Wow. <laughs> so while I was in the restaurant, not touring, uh, this guy came in and he's like, do you want to open up an art gallery with me? And I can't say no, so I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know anything about art, but we became huge. We did like this giant gallery on Broom Street. Wow. Uh, in New York City. Yeah. The time is always now. And we did that for 25 years. And really? we also did it in China because someone asked us and we said yes. And it was absolutely ridiculous to do. <laughs> I mean, but what happened was this. I was really codependent on men, right? And this guy had an aura and just like, he was just so big, you know, like just big aura. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to do was, I wanted him to marry me. So, <laughs> yeah, so I could be like Mrs. and his name, right? <laughs> I could really just disappear. Yeah. Right? So he did, he asked me to marry me and I was so happy. A month before we were gonna get married, he intercommed me. We had a huge house on 92nd Street. <laughs> he, he intercommed me and said, honey, could you come to my office? Oh, jeez. And, and the office was a jungle, because we made it jungle. <laughs> and I came in and I said, you know, honey, I don't think we're going to get married. And this was a huge marriage. Like New York Post, we're going to be there and all that stuff. Wow. And, yeah. 
And he said, you know, I, I'm really not done fucking yet. So I, I <laughs> am I allowed to say that? You are yeah, allowed sure, to say that. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ed was just telling me he's got the same problem. Right? <laughs> but I, I don't have a problem. So. You definitely don't have a problem. <laughs> Right? Well, so, at least he was honest with you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to respect right. that. Yeah. But the thing is, I was really, really, really codependent. So I yeah. told him that that was okay as long as he married me. <laughs> uh, and I actually had an emotional blackout and I blacked out. And this is where that, that I got actually um, dependent on drugs was I woke up in an office on Park Avenue 520 Park Avenue, Dr. Paula Eagle, and she gave me uh, just like so many pills and, and meds. And she gave me one and she said, honey, you're really going to need this. And that was Oxycontin. Oof. Oh, boy. And I went to heaven. Mm. And from that day, from that pill, from that moment, I was done. Wow. I was done. And I knew it. I mean, I was just like, I, I went to heaven. And I became an addict, a real, real, you know, from being, the thing is too, I was really rich. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of money. I had a lot, I had a giant gallery. I had people working for me. I had, you know, it was just, so I had this life of, of privilege. money mm -hmm. yeah. and, and privilege and buying my meds, you know, and a life of nothing, a mm. hole, a hole in my heart. Wow. I just like, I looked like a little Barbie doll, just like, and I just said yes, and I swiped the credit card so people could have, could have some art. You know, it was so horrible. Oh my god! So, so, I, so the drugs took you uh, um, to 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 being a no a nobody, basically, with a ton yeah. of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and empty. Yeah. We got to hear the rest of the story. We'll be back real quick with. Janique. Janique. Sorry. I just got it. You know, you can call me Janie Q. All right. Janique, we'll be right back. Genesis House is a premier substance abuse and rehabilitation facility located in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. We have been providing the highest quality of addiction treatment since 1992 and are accredited by the Joint Commission. We offer a range of programs that include detox, residential treatment, dual diagnosis, a Christian track for people who want to incorporate their faith into treatment, a uniform services track, and we work with most major insurance carriers. Genesis House is led by a dedicated team of administrative and clinical professionals, and we stand on our commitment to excellence in recovery services. Contact us today to find out more about our program. Take the first step and call Genesis House at 800-737-0933 or visit us on the web at www.genesishouse.net. That's 800-737-0933 or www.genesishouse.net. Begin your journey to a long and successful recovery with Genesis House. Hey, welcome back to Friends in Recovery podcast. And uh, I am the podfather with Jersey Ed. Hi, everybody. And we have Janique Svedberg on the other end. And she's in Sweden. It's about 10 p.m. over there. And you were telling us about 
And well, it, this has been a fun podcast. It's actually. been wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> All we did was laugh. We didn't even talk. <laughs> you, uh, you, Jeanique, you were telling us about your uh, introduction to drugs and oxycontin, which is you know basically heroin, and you had quite a quite a life, privileged life going at the time. And then what happened after this? What? And then nine eleven happened. Nine eleven, yes. Yeah, and uh, th- that hit us really hard. Uh, I mean, it hit everybody really hard. But I have to just concentrate on my story, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, I, I actually I worked down there because what happened is like I, uh, in all of those years when I was having the gallery and stuff, I married someone, and I don't even remember that I did that, but I did. <laughs> I woke I woke up and like. Wow, who are you? Like this, <laughs> and, and he's like, we've been married for seven years. Like, wow. But he was really, really cool. I really love him a lot. And he worked with guns, so he's like a guy that uh, on movie sets, like Law and Order, or you know, really? all the the guns on those sets. Okay, you, you have to by law in in um, New York, United States. Yep. Yeah. He's that gun guy, <laughs> but he also then works with the police and he's a sharpshooter. So he works with the FBI and wow. all that stuff. So when 9-11 happened, they called me immediately. And so I was down there working on 9-12, right? And like finding things and I'm not really going to get into it, but the whole entire uh, um, business for us and business for Art Gallery just went down. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like we had to close we had to close up. Wow. Yeah, it was hard. It was difficult um, because I was also numbed out. Like, I, I couldn't cry. I couldn't, uh, I, I didn't feel anything. Like, I picked up, like, elbows or, like, oh. a foot. Oh. And I didn't cry. I didn't feel. I was so numbed out on these oxys. You know, that's all I thought about. I had these, like, uh, you know, thing that you put your hair, a little... Scrunchies, yeah, yep. Scrunchies, yeah, yep. That's right. Yep. And I filled it with oxycotton's. It was filled it, and then I just popped it while I was working on on nine eleven, like down on the ground zero. Wow. It was hard. Wow, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so that kind of drove you. What, 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 what drove you into your your recovery? Um, as right. far as great question, great question. So, uh, Leaving the the gallery business, right? I I knew I had to get pills, right? Mm. So I was like, how am I going to get pills now? Because now you know everything is disappearing. My money is gone, you know. So I decided to become a real estate broker because mm. if I was a real estate broker, I would have keys to all these apartments oh. with pills, right? Oh. Yeah. So that's what I did. I robbed every single apartment on in New York City on pills. That's what I did. And and drinking wines and stuff from people's apartments. I mean, my uh, my 89 was really long, my 89 step. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But so I became a real estate broker and I stole pills. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it just became worst and worst and worst and the guy that i married his name was sam mm-hmm. uh, he was you know he was a black and white thinker when he said yes that he meant it when he said no he meant it like you could trust him mm-hmm. right i'm not like i'm a don't complete like you know <laughs> so he found 200 pills in my 
pocketbook, right? That's nothing for me. I mean, it just always had that. And he put him on the table and took his ring off and put the ring on the table and said, you decide, what do you want? Me or the pills? And I said, the pills. I mean, how could I not? You know, I'm, I'm a complete addict. You're an addict, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, how I can't choose. Like, the pills choose for me. So what happened was that he, he threw me out. I became homeless. He uh, closed the bank account for me. He locked the door in the house and he divorced me. Wow. You know, and yeah, he, like, found the guy came with the divorce papers. And I became homeless and I slept on, you know, Wherever you can sleep, it was absolutely horrific. So you went from riches to rags all within a couple of years. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, from like uh, from for like months. Wow. You know, and when he put that ring, you know, I left with what I had on my body. Wow. And That's and, it. and it was due to and basically it was due to the drugs, uh, your your use. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the. The, the fallout of 9-11 wasn't, wasn't good, but, um, but the, the drugs kind of pushed, the, pushed you aside. You chose the drugs over your husband. That's right. So I, now I choose the drugs over everything. Everything, yes, right. absolutely, everything. absolutely. Not just my husband, you yeah. know, everything. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so- but now into, into your recovery, um, you're doing a lot. I mean, you're, you're full of energy. Uh, you're, I, I'm going to be exhausted by the time this podcast <laughs> is over. And I spoke three fucking words. So, uh, <laughs> But you're full of energy and you're doing a lot. It seems like you're giving back and you're, you're helping those people who – You know what happened? You know what happened? Sam, he found me after a couple of weeks. He mm-hmm. found me on the street and he said, are you done? And I said, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And he got me to rehab and I stayed in rehab for a year and a half. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. I didn't want to leave. Like I had, I was so messed up. You know, I, I didn't have a belief. I didn't, I couldn't say the word God, mm-hmm. you know, and I felt like I was like so broken <laughs> yeah basically like, like yeah. Ego, you know what i mean like i came to the treatment center and i told the therapist like who i was yeah. like you know i mean like i am a really really important person sure you are you are definitely a coconut <laughs> yeah, that is God. that's good I love this lady <laughs> And I told him, like, what kind of food I eat, and uh, the cleaning lady should, you know, do this in my room. (laughs) And so he looked at me, and he said, you know, unbelievable story. You are so special. (laughs) But how is that working out for you? (laughs) And that hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it was things like that. It was things like those kind of words that really good people told me. Um, I, I didn't believe in God. This is a really good story, so I'm going to tell it, okay. right? Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't believe in God I, because of my mom. My mom killed herself when I was 11 years oh, old, and sure. I thought I killed her mm. because with words, I didn't use words. I danced mm-hmm. when I was a little girl. So one time I went into the sauna, every house in Sweden has a sauna. So (laughs) I went into the sauna and I said, I love you. I love you. I love you. I hate you. I love you. And I pointed at her when I said, I hate you. That night she killed herself. For me, you know, 
my little 11 year old brain, you know, it, it, it couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. I thought, sure. I really thought that words, I could kill people, mm. right? So I, while I was touring with the coconuts, I had read theology because I wanted to tell you guys that God didn't exist. And I wanted to say it with words that were sophisticated. So I went into a therapist's office and I told her, I told her about God and God doesn't exist. And she said this to me, how does it feel to be so angry at something that doesn't exist? Mm. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And that opened the door to sobriety, to God, to, you know, it's like I, I have 30 years of oh sitting, God. you know, and like reading and hating this thing. That's a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of energy. And I thought, oh, my God, he, it was a she for me because that's just, so yeah. she yeah. really exists. Yeah, and she does. She's super cool. Yeah, she's actually Norwegian, which is kind of cool. <laughs> it's the god of your understanding. Yeah. <laughs> it's the goddess oh. of my understanding. That's right. Oh that's right. God. So now, right. now that you're in recovery and and you're doing what you have to do, um, what what what's going on? How are you helping others? I mean, uh, yeah. let's fast forward to today. What what are you doing to help others? Because believe me, yeah. I, I'll let this show go on for three days. To listen to your story. This is. This is wonderful, but we only have a little time left here. But uh, but w- how are you helping because others? That, we're gonna, gonna we're just gonna skip like that. I've been one of the New York housewives, and we were just gonna skip all of that stuff. <laughs> and we're gonna get into me coming back to Sweden and understanding that here in Sweden we are about forty years behind what we are in America, and we don't have anything even called interventions, recovery coaches, sober companion the bridge back to life, call it whatever you want, Mm -hmm. buddy, whatever you want. What I wanted to do when I get back to Europe, I said, wow, my God, we need to, I need to educate, right? So I went back to New York. I got New York State Oasis, as you saw in that, and I got trained as a trainer. I asked them if I could take the, the material and turn it into Swedish, and they said yes. I did that. And I had to like take two days off from the material because in America you had one day of what lawyers to use when you get sued. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't need that in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and the other day it was like sexual harassment, which also you don't need in Sweden. So. <laughs> Because we just love sex. No, no. <laughs> so, so basically, you took the 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 kind of the plan here in in yeah. New York or there in New York and brought it over to Sweden and started implemented it into the society over there, basically. Yes, and so now I've been to Russia, I've been to Italy, I've been to um, London, I've been to Spain, I've been to Sweden, I've been to I mean, really, really everywhere, uh, and teaching. Uh, a certification that has been approved by the EU. Wow. So not just New York State. It's also approved by the EU. Okay. So when you take my training, you can actually get insurance. Ah! Which is really good. Ah! Right? And 
the, the only thing now that I'm waiting for is I need to get this material, obviously, translated into every single language. Oh, my God. Wow. Which I can't. I don't speak Spanish. I don't speak <laughs> Portuguese. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I'm like, I need yet some sort of franchise or, you know, I don't know how to do that part. I'm not a business person in the, in that part. Well, maybe somebody listening on here would, will be more than welcome to yeah, more than happy to give you a call and maybe they can kind of figure it out. And we'll so. see what we can do on our end. <laughs> yeah. We do have some connections. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That would be really wonderful. And also, why don't you have Genesis house in Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to call Taylor after this and tell him that he needs to open up a Genesis house and you can, <laughs> Run it for us out there. <laughs> hey, Absolutely. <laughs> I need you guys. I know, Janique, I know. You, you've been wonderful. Uh, Absolutely. Unfortunately, we are out of time. <laughs> but we'd love you to come back on the show. We need you back on. Maybe if you're in the States, come up here and join us in the studio. We can have a, a special two-hour show for you. <laughs> oh, I love that. We're going to... in between you, right? Yeah, absolutely. We will email you and we'll try to keep in touch and see what we can do with this uh, translations um for all, all the uh, help you're providing. Yeah, keep up the that good work. Wonderful. You're, you're a wonderful I, person. What a great guest. Thank you so much, Janique. Thank you so much. And it would be a really wonderful uh, gift if someone could, um, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, work on that. Give them some uh, money to translate it. Avita yeah. Zane. Avita Zane. <laughs> Stay sober, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.